gonna kick you in the teeth. Uh, Welcome to Barely Educated on this Bears victory post-game show. The Bears defeat the powerful Detroit Lions, <laughs> twenty-four to fourteen. Uh, Mark Jansen's here to join me. Mark, we got lots of stuff to talk about with this game. A lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of ugly, a lot of beautiful, a lot of Justin Fields. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So where, where do you want to start with this? Where were you, my friends, when the great Justin Fields won his first professional start? Yes. The first of 700. That's right, my friend. Right. So, yeah, no, fun day. Obviously, I think we got to start good, bad, and ugly with, uh, you know, Justin Fields, right? And the mm -hmm. play calling, it's kind of a combo point. That was how you ease a rookie into the NFL. He was bad a couple times like a rookie. Yes, he was. Still hold the ball too long. Got to yep, feel that pressure times. better and secure yep. it. The, the crazy fumble. Great hustle on it again. That's twice he's been like, nope, I'm getting that ball back. Mm -hmm. I did. That was that was like good compared to just losing it. But th mm -hmm. those, those plays do need to improve. And I'm going to say it again for the kids in the back. He can't polish the mental part of the game without reps with and against NFL starters. Yeah. This game in no way does anything to diminish my point from start to finish with Justin Fields on the Bears. He deserved the chance to compete with the ones in camp and play preseason games with the ones and get the clock started because the physical talent is definitely there. And there's some mental things that they're still working on, like any rookie. Hub actually tweeted that which I thought was funny. And then one guy's like, Hub, how do you expect him to do that if you don't want to give him the yeah. rest? I was like, you go, buddy. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, I was, that's one thing I was going to so bring this up. This is that. exactly what I've been talking about, or we, I should say, and Parkins and several others. Yeah, Hub wants Dalton to start, but he wants uh, Justin Fields to get more reps. I'd like to know how that works out in Hubland. So but Justin I don't want to spend too much time on him. Get scout reps for the team he wants to be traded to. I mean, none of this Gosh. makes any sense. The Dalton thing needs to just be done. Let's go ahead and talk about that too. Fields was good enough, often enough today, that when you have a rookie-minded scheme, mm -hmm. the max protect, a little boot, but there wasn't a ton of rolling out. A commitment to the run game, all things Bears fans typically love. And you have <clears throat> the physical talent on display. That throw to Mooney oh. was – that oh. was – Top-notch football NFL throw, period. Wait, which Up one? There, the, the one the, – First the half or down the sideline? Oh, the sideline one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. First half was good, but that was a great catch by Mooney both times. But the first one was more Mooney than it was Fields. He overthrew him a tick. And Mooney, maybe when he meets the media next, will say, oh, I ran it. I was supposed to be a foot deeper or something. But what we saw looked more like an incredible catch than throw on that first one, but still good. But the, the throw down the sideline was just absurd. A, another great, just a rocket to A-Rob. Oh, like that. Him a little bit more involved, um, but we'll save that for now. And, like you saw the physical talent, and it was obvious that the arm plays. Yeah, that pass to A-Rob may have been 
as good as the Mooney sideline pass, maybe even better because it was just over a defender and got to know. A-Rob just as the defender was getting it's, there too. It's so hard to time that back shoulder that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. They're both really good. Like the arm talent absolutely plays. And I just, I, I kept thinking in my head as I was watching it, like, look at the players. Look yeah. at their excitement. Yeah. That, they know. They've known for a while. They, they know. know. We keep yes. saying that too. You cannot go back to Dalton. Now, I'm not, not asking. Not, not after gonna, that game. I'm not going to ask you this to be difficult or meatball but a serious question. Can Andy Dalton make those throws that we talked about? No, he probably gets the ball out on a couple of the sacks and stuff like that that we've seen the last two weeks. You know. That's about that's about the only advantage you'd have in those. In any of the games we've watched, the thing that Dalton does better is he gets the ball out faster. Mm-hmm. The question you have to ask yourself, I think there's there's two or three. One, would that make enough difference for the Bears to win more? I don't think so. I don't think this is a great team, whether Dalton or Fields are the QB. That's why I want Fields taking the reps to get developmental experience as long as the O-line's not getting him killed. So we also have to keep in mind the opponent here. I have to just say that at some point. And then the second question is, how much do you care about an eight or nine win team and a potential pointless, in my opinion, as we talked about last week, wild card versus developing fields for a long run of contending? Well, if you make, do you make the wild card with fields as the quarterback? Because I'm definitely okay with that. Well, yeah, let's just say the growing pains cost you a couple games and that's enough to bump you out of it. And you could have maybe with Dalton. See, I just don't buy it because I don't think getting the ball out quick would have done a whole lot against the Browns. No, absolutely not. And when is getting the ball out quick ever won a Super Bowl? You know, know, (laughs) let's not forget the Rams game. Mm -hmm. The ball was out quick and they scored 14 points and averaged four yards a pass. Mm -hmm. I guess that's better than the nine sack game plan. But I just don't, the ceiling on that game plan isn't high enough to bother. Mm-hmm. So to me, based on what the throws Justin Fields made today and just his second start, his first start with a game plan that made any sense for him, I got to keep playing him, even though we are going to step up in competition, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, just don't know how, I just don't know how you go back unless you're just – Dumb. stubborn if you're a stubborn, stubborn head coach who wants to prove that it's my system and not the players that i can plug any players into my system and my system's so great that it's going to produce even though there's no data to bake that up over the course of three plus seasons more arrogance by matt Nagy. but have you seen my basement wallpaper <laughs> no i i don't know what they're going to do they're going to announce that i i i wish i could say oh it's definitely gonna be fields all of the people that you would begin to trust on twitter are like they can't go back to Dalton, but I think they totally could. They shouldn't. That's, no. But I, it wouldn't surprise me, and I, I have no idea what they're going to do. The locker room will revolt if they do. At some point. It may not be the first game or second game, but they True, will at fair, some point. Fair. Uh, and I think you just – all I'm trying to say is you saw the arm talent. Mm-hmm. You saw him making audibles. That was awesome, too. You saw him – with the quick snap for the other throw to A-Rob because he saw something. Mm-hmm. Like, he is smart. He just has to get up to speed. Mm-hmm. Forget his little comment in the priest and everybody took it out of context. We're just witnessing normal rookie growing pains. Yeah. And guys, it's exciting. Be excited. 
don't really worry about the wins. Just be excited at, at the throws today. Yeah, I'm pretty excited that he looks uh, better than uh, what's his name in New York, even though he got his – Zach Wilson got his first oh, win today man. as well. And he looks he a lot had, better. That throw – Zach Wilson had a couple completely nutty – throws like just how in the world what did he see was he just lucky yeah i've i'm officially now the 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 narratives have been so dumb from the old guard that i officially want every single rookie to just kill it (laughs) i'm rooting for all of them because i'm so tired of the old guard gleefully celebrating when they struggle like Mm -hmm. oh so zach wilson had a much better day um but back to fields the interception was just bad luck. Yeah, that was tipped. It wasn't a bad decision. wasn't a bad read. Nothing like that. It was a good play by the Lions lineman. I can't remember who it was, but that happens sometimes. Yeah, it was a good play. Listen, as long as it's not a repeated thing, it's constantly tipped and bad in the air. And then point yeah. you get, it's like, okay, we got to work on this release point. For now, you just say dumb luck and you move on. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kirk Cousins leads the league every year and balls tipped at the line of scrimmage. He's still super productive, even if he's a not exactly clutch but i'm just saying like in terms of like yardage and everything else mm-hmm. it's usually not going to have that big of an effect on you and that one just got batted up high enough that it was an interception okay i wish they'd have gotten him a td somehow because it would have made this stupid qb rating everybody gets obsessed yeah. with <laughs> and the qbr better mm-hmm. but this is a great game for you my friend because Ooh. the stats do not demonstrate in a lot of ways how well he played correct yes but if you watched him play, you're saying, oh, wow, look at that. Wow, yeah, there's some good things. Throws do. Yep. So that was a win for you. Yeah. I will say this, average 12.3, my go-to. Remember we talked about that after the Rams game? Mm-hmm. That's humming along nicely. Impressive. Chunk plays. That's, yes, that's the Ask thing. the Kansas City Chiefs. Chunk plays kill your opponents. Yep. Yep. Yeah, not the uh... – I'm, just to clarify or build on what I said earlier when I said that quick releases aren't going to win you a Super Bowl, someone's going to out there is going to say, what about Tom Brady? He gets rid of the ball real quick. Yeah, but Tom Brady also gets big chunk plays. He does both. You exactly. can have a quick exactly. release. We would uh-huh. like Justin Fields to get better at that. Yes, oh, absolutely. Ball too long. Absolutely. absolutely. But the chunk plays are exciting, and it's okay to just be excited about that. It'll, yeah. it'll get better on the mental stuff because I think we already saw it. Part of that is not facing Miles Garrett, throwing your line. That's a big part of it, yes. Mm-hmm. And picking up the turf and, I don't know, just <laughs> slamming the entire audience with it or whatever he's doing out there is incredible. Yeah. Walk. I just wanted to, I wanted to just clear that up before someone would say, yeah, hey, but what about quick QBs that do a quick release? Yes, I'm saying just in and of itself, that is not going to do much for you. And I think there's pl- plenty of data to back that up. And if you look at someone like Andy Dalton, yeah, he can get the ball up, but he's not going to get these big chunk plays like Tom Brady or Dan Marino did back in the day or Manning, you know, that. So there's yeah. just no ceiling with Dalton because your defense isn't as good as some people think either. No one part of one part of it's real nasty though. More on that in a minute. Mm-hmm. The other good with fields are so the average 12.3 is really good. He only took the one ridiculously huge sack because the way the fumble played out. Took a couple hits, but I'm telling you, the progress was made at the line of scrimmage. That's the best thing I saw today mm-hmm. from a long-term perspective. I already knew he could make the throws. Him getting up there, audibling a couple times, and the play working a couple of those audibles. 
That is great news, Bears fans. Yes, it is. In week four of season one. And, and again, after nice not job much time by, with the ones. Yep, yep, very true. And nice job by Nagy by getting rid of the play calling. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. So, yes, confirmed. Yeah, confirmed. I, I was nervous. I was nervous. Confirmed. Uh, my, my bowels started to quiver. Don't get me wrong. Bit. I'm not giving him credit in the like keep his job sense. I'm just saying he did what we wanted. It was so well, stupid Friday when he wouldn't admit Fields was starting. That was just dumb. I don't know what the cloak and dagger KGB stuff really gets you. Like, you got to do that to beat the Lions. You've got other problems. But ultimately, Fields started, laser called plays. That is what we wanted. Let's acknowledge it. No, well, he barely Rob, acknowledged it. And he even still, I'm not an idiot. He even still tried to take credit for it. Like, what? Well, but everything yeah. still goes through me. Everything. Still and I'm goes never answering me. this question again. Kind of oh awkward. Gosh. Another, just another brutal press conference from the tweets. I didn't, again, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't watch them. I'm on record as telling everyone to quit watching them. More arrogance. I still see the tweets and, you know, you still need to be up on the news. And so it sounded like he got blasted again <laughs> for that. Good, because it's stupid. Laser had a nice game plan for the rookie. Yes, he Bears did. ran the ball 39 times for 188 oh, yards. And Montgomery was so good. I hope he's all uh, right. Yeah. But man, he's, I mean, he's sounds like they dodged a bullet. Yes, it sounds like it's not a serious thing. Yeah. I don't know how long a hyperextended knee would keep you out. Yeah. We'll know I, more tomorrow. Gonna... I don't want to jinx it too much. I already made the, the Montgomery joke on the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Now, MRI tomorrow. The you know? I know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's what made me nervous was, oh, yeah. But he's got an MRI tomorrow and they think it's not a tear or, a, or you know, like a really season ending tear. And a lot of times thing. you get that news right away after the game. Mm-hmm. And he was like up a lot, walking. A lot of times they do know and he didn't take the cart. Yeah, he was walking around. So Montgomery, 106 yards on 23 carries. That's good for four and a half, four, six a carry, two TDs. Yes. yes. Williams, eight carries for 55. Good for 6.9 a carry. Yeah. Mooney had one for 10, Fields three for nine. You get the point. 39 for 188, three touchdowns, a 4.8 carry. The line had themselves a much better day. Again, let's acknowledge it. Let's acknowledge the competition level there was not Mm -hmm. Cleveland defense but at some point you play who you play Mm -hmm. and the Bears line asserted itself this game in a way that we don't always get and like that's probably the most important thing after fields moving forward is the line playing well enough for us to be able to evaluate the rest of these guys of course fields being the most important yeah they beat a bad team by double digits that's what you're supposed to do Mooney goes 5-125. Oh, big day for him. That that was exciting to see. Ooh, we're going to see this for several more years to come, aren't we? Yep, three catches for 63 yards for A-Rob. His agent was mad that he only had three targets. Oh, my gosh. Was he really? Yeah, his agent's horrible. Oh, my gosh. Um, the, The bad on the offense, to me, is the tight ends. Bad because we've, we're not seeing them, though. Yeah, I mean, he slipped on the one Komet did, and he had the one catch. Jimmy, why is Jimmy Graham on this team? He blocked a guy. He on did one of the runs. He, he was did. blocking a dude. It was a nice was block like, oh. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the tight end room is still a concern. I, it's obviously way too early to give up on Cole Komet, but I do wish I looked at him and thought fluid athlete. Instead, I think 
big, strong dude with top end speed, but I, is he just not getting open? And he falls so much. He falls a lot. He's like, oh, oh, what was his name? Adam Where's Shaheen. Head? No, well, him too. No, but I'm thinking farther back. He came from the Seahawks, I think. Kellen Jimmy Graham. No, Kellen Davis. Oh, Kellen like Davis. Kellen oh, Davis. He's got yes. better hands than Kellen Davis. Well, yes. And that guy was huge. He could have been a mm-hmm. tackle. But I just need to see better routes, I think. I, I don't know. I think it's going to come up this week again when people get to the All-22. Is it possible that uh, Fields Some just of these is... are supposed to be placed. Fields is supposed to recognize it right away and get it to a tight end, and I don't know yeah. if they're open. That's what I was wondering. Is he not seeing them, or are they not open? I don't know. I, You'll have to tell me what you see in the All-22, my friend. Yeah, well, I don't get it. I just watch people who break it down, and oh. they usually will point. I thought it out. you watch it. I thought you find it. And oh. no, you have to pay for it. I don't have. We're not. We're uh, not quite. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah, join our honor roll, folks, so we can get to all twenty-two. Uh, actually, the NFL's been like super weird about how they give it to people now, mm-hmm. but um, otherwise, a pretty good day for the Bill Laser offense. Yeah, against a bad defense, and yet it still felt like we couldn't put the game away. I think I, I think the other thing I want to say on the offense is that I think they've got to open this thing up and trust him at some point. And maybe this wasn't the game to do it against the, a team you can beat without it. After that last game, you wanted to not put too much on him, mm-hmm. but the Raiders aren't going to let you rush for almost 200 yards. The mm-hmm. Niners definitely aren't. The Packers aren't, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have to be able to open up the offense a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that'll come, you know, just, just baby steps here today, you know? Yeah. Could be. So the defense, which I'm going to file under mostly bad with one. Ah, okay. Yes. No, no. You first. Me first. Yeah. You to guess what you're saying or. Just your thoughts on it, or you could guess oh, what I'm saying. Well, I, my, uh, my first thought is we are seeing why uh, um, Khalil Mack and uh, Floyd get the paychecks and that they do. Quinn, Quinn. oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm not a smart man. That's had what a, I get for having you go first. Had a two-year brain <laughs> fart there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Robert Quinn. Who has a stinky one? That was Ted Phillips stank level Ooh, right there. I'm gonna edit that out. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, oh, you'll see how the the money spent on Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn has been. Yes, yeah, they were beasts, man. And actually, the last couple of weeks they have been showing up. And it sure seems like Mack's playing hurt too. Yeah, you he's know? only in there third down in the second half, pretty much. Mm-hmm. There's that the foot's definitely a thing. Um, yeah, I hope it obviously goes away but he still had a sack had the hilarious yep. return lateral that he shouldn't have yep. done but it's still kind of funny robert quinn is possessed yes. okay and i Punch, love pod punching bag robert quinn we currently owe you an apology yes, i sir. do not know if you are still a cap casualty either <laughs> which yeah. was like totally obvious to everyone last mm-hmm. year now you're like eh. that foot must have been bad man must have been really bad that he can the way he flies off the edge with the bend he has, yeah. Is I mean, you saw that they just there's just not really an answer for it when he times a snap right. One of my friends texted texted me and said, "Oh, it must be a contract year for Quinn." Like, uh, no, I think he's signed for like three more, isn't he? Two or three more. 
but anyway. Also, um, do, you, do you remember Greg Oden, the NBA player? Yes, do yes. Do you remember how old he looked for like a 20-year-old? <laughs> yes. Robert Quinn is 31. If he was a baseball player from the Dominican, I would be very curious about his age. You know, like, uh, yeah, that was a beautiful. I was like, I love I, him though. That's my kind of hairline right there. Yes. I saw another great tweet that was like, Robert Quinn gave up his hairline to the football gods to have this resurgent season. <laughs> but oh, he did is, you see? Did absolutely you deserves a lot of love after the start he's had. And Totally dominated his matchups today again. Tons of tackles for loss, I feel like, too, out of that spot. The one where he came all the way across the field in the red zone mm-hmm. on the running back, that was like a yard loss or maybe zero yards gained. But playing well on the run, too, just a great first month for Robert Quinn, knock on wood. Yeah. Did you see uh, Lawrence Holmes' tweet about him? Oh, the words mechanic. Robert. Looks yeah, like he's, he's a like, max yeah. mechanic or something. <laughs> that, that had me That's laughing. Great, I was dude. all by That's myself. Good. Yeah, that was, was good. good stuff. Yeah. Uh, a defense that I also really like is the uh, inside linebackers, Ogletree and Roquan. Oh, Roquan. Roquan. He had a sack after he crawled that was to a catch up. Sack. Yeah, to get to, um, um, I'm going to say the wrong name again. See, the red light turns Quinn. on. I forget names. Quinn. Um, no, 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 no. The quarterback. <laughs> Goff. Yes, Jared Goff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he literally. If you watch that sack, he's crawling. Yeah. He looks like Spider Man. He got he got a w- over the back, but not all the way. So he's like kind of half down and crawls the rest of the way. Yep. yep. I thought he I didn't have it. a great game in coverage initially, but he still plays really well. And that yep. brings us, of course, to the problem. Oh yes, big, big, big. Now, Duke Shelley had a really nice pass breakup, and you didn't notice Vildor a ton, Mm -hmm. but I'm still very worried about the secondary, if I'm Mm -hmm. being honest. Mm -hmm. And it's just another game where they give up like 300 yards in the air. And it's the middle of the field in the secondary. It's the safeties. And it's just another another play where they give up a touchdown because they can't pass a guy off correctly in a zone. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's got to stop. And the penalties, the defense with so many penalties to shoot itself in the foot. Yeah. One was really a bad call. It would have ended a drive. So there was the, the, the roughing they the pass. Very or... undisciplined still. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's on Desai. I don't know if it's on Nagy or Desai or just defensive players have to amp themselves up. And sometimes then they are too amped. Well, were... I don't know. But the penalty, they had seven penalties for like 74 yards or something. Two or three of those were offsides. Yeah, tons of them. It felt like way too much offsides. I think only one penalty on the offense on the false start, right? Was there two? I think so. Yeah, that's the only one I can remember. But the, the defense had the rest of them. So they had seven for 61 yards as a team. So that gives you about 50 something of defensive penalties. And the other thing that's ugly was the third down conversions on offense, one for eight. You know what makes up for that? And that's another reason they matter so much. Chunk plays. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you can get chunk plays, it's not as hard to sustain drives, thereby making your third down thing not quite as bad. Still need to fix it. I didn't realize the third down was that bad. Yeah, that's... I wouldn't have guessed that just on how much better the offense looked today. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I think what was happening again, I have to, you know, see it 
like on the you know on a rewatch sometimes i try to rewatch like just the if i can find it but it's not the all 22 anyway is um did they get the third down and kind of turtle up with the rookie qb and not be aggressive enough and get cute i mean i think the one they converted was a wildcat was that a third down play or no maybe it was the A-Rob. So. one of the a-rob throws was third down i think yeah i think wildcat came on after the a-rob anyway there's uh there's still plenty to work on and i really mm-hmm. don't know what to think when, when you're talking about beating the lions by 10 that's what you're supposed to do but it was still the lions so they've mm-hmm. been feisty but they're not good and then you uh you know you'll know more soon you think you think what do you think they're going to do in this five game stretch at la home for green lose, bay lose. <laughs> at tampa uh. Uh, that's like three home. losses right there so far. <laughs> home for the Niners at Pittsburgh. That's the five games I, coming up. I think Pittsburgh is the most likely they can win because Pittsburgh just does not look that good. What yeah, I think the Niners are pretty good, but maybe a little bit schizophrenic. That one you might yeah. be able to win. Those first three are tough, though. Yeah, and if Garoppolo's out, we don't know how long he's out. If Trey Lance is playing, maybe he's, you know. How good is he? Not up, yep, exactly. Is he up to speed by then? Mm-hmm. Probably up to speed if he's good. If he's getting yeah reps on like other teams and their first round picks, but anyway. Yeah, so this is a really tough stretch, and then that gets you to the bye week. So they had to win this, we all know, but I don't think winning this necessarily means much for this particular season. I think that's why it's just all about trying to project moving forward. Coming out of this two or three, two and. Th- Two and three of the next five, I think I'd be happy with that. Very much, I would totally take that. Yeah, but I could see zero and five. You know, which are which are the two (laughs) games that they win? Pittsburgh, and that means you got to be way better up front than you were in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Now you Mm -hmm. could win that game if you can block Watt and company, but I mean, after the Garrett debacle, (laughs) no. You're basically saying, well, they're never going to let that happen again because now Laser's calling plays and they'll do a better job in protection and the O-line has pride and blah, blah, blah. It's True. Like, let's see it on the road. Mm-hmm. I want to see the line play this good on the road. Yep. yep. And, and, you know, we'll, we can kind of go from there. But maybe Fields develops on the quick and you uh, you steal a game or two there. I just don't like want- what uh, Rodgers is going to do to this secondary <laughs> you yeah, know, that's and Brady. Oh, oh, both of them are just gonna carve up. Mm. You're gonna have to have the, the D line dominate the O lines in those games, mm-hmm. which they are actually capable of doing. As we're it seeing. is, and when they stopped being able to do that today, that's when the Lions actually started uh, making longer. Well, I can't even say that because the the Bears stopped them inside the, the tent yeah, twice. Let's but... talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I'm I'm glad that they snapped it before Goff was ready, and he fumbled it off his shoulder and then fumbled in the Robert Quinn thing. Is it sustainable to constantly stop them in the red zone with turnovers on fumbles, especially? No, No, not fumbles. The defense is still a cause for concern. Uh, It's just doing some things well and other things exceptionally poorly. Shout out to Travis Gibson before we forget. Also Mm. had a sack. Looks real good as that third rusher. But uh, this was also without Akeem Hicks, basically. I don't That's think yeah. Played long enough to even get on the stat line, did he? And did one play do anything? Akeem Hicks was on one play. He hurt his groin on the first defensive play. Uh, that, Eddie Goldman, was, was he I too heard excited he... about Justin Fields or. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, uh, Goldman, played. I did. Did he play? I didn't see him. 
I don't see him on the box score, but I mm. I know it would be a big story if he suddenly didn't. Yeah. But that position can be effective without doing anything. In the right. Game. Yeah. Dan Hampton, the thing, you know? So, hey, a, a tweet from our buddy Max I just saw. Okay. Uh, Max Markham, at Max Markham NFL. He said, throughout 12 quarters, the Chicago Bears offense under Matt Nagy scored two touchdowns. Bill Lazor okay. scored three touchdowns in his first three quarters with Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was Detroit, but I, I, still. I, and before we move on to the coach and then get out of here, I just want to make sure we are clear to leave everyone with this thought over and over and over again. The physical tools, the arm talent, the speed are not coachable. We saw Mitch never get more accurate. Whatever else Nagy didn't do right with Mitch, Mitch airmailed deep throws all the time, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. That part can't be all on the coach. Okay, right. so the arm talent and the speed, uh, legs, you know, running speed, are uncoachable, really good traits for the most part. You, you kind of either have the arm or you don't in a lot of ways. You can get more accurate, but a lot of people, are, a lot of scouts will say that you never really do that either. But the strength is the strength. Okay, the mental stuff will get better with the reps. And that's why, again, I say, go ahead and be a little bit excited. I am. He has, <laughs> he has a good deep ball, and he's also accurate. Like, he's, he can throw the ball everywhere you want him to throw it on the field once he understands what NFL open is. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a big deal. That's what I loved about that throw to A Rob. Is like Get that the was reps. that was an NFL throw, right there, just over a defender to the receiver before uh, the second defender gets to him. I loved that one. But yeah, the one the the dime to Mooney in the bucket that was beautiful too. I, oh, there were just so many things to be pleased with. I, I just wish they'd have gotten him a TD, but it's okay. Get the running backs going. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I see that Lawrence Holmes now has a. This is his tweet for his podcast that he just recorded, I guess. Okay. After seeing today, can the hashtag bears even think of going back to Dalton? I explore in the podcast. Mm. Is so that his house of L? Care, yeah. People with mm. bigger platforms are naturally already talking about that same exact point. Correct. Pretty much led our show with here. Just We're just a couple of dumb fans, but this is not going to be <laughs> a groundswell fan only movement. Mm-hmm. The players know, the media knows, the media has given the coach flack. It, I think it'd be criminal to go back to Dalton, but I, who knows with Nagy. So, Nagy, where do you now stand? I'm not an idiot. I still fire him. <laughs> Tomorrow? I still, I still fire him immediately. Today even only emboldened that because of how much better the offense looked. Good, strong stance. I'll take it. I would, uh, I... This is the part that just kills me. Matt Nagy, accordingly, according to pretty much anybody, ostensibly, is so tempted to start Dalton because he thinks wins will save his job. No. But they won't because no. Dalton's not good enough to win you that much. Nope. What will save his job is showing that he's the guy to develop Justin Fields, and he's done a master class of demonstrating that he's not the guy. Correct. Maybe he'll do a great job moving forward, and we'll all be like, "Holy crap, it worked!" I, well, really he sure unlikely. He really sure unlikely. doesn't seem like he's learned anything yet. The way he 
just doubled down. Well, everything still goes through me, and I'm not answering any more questions about play calling. Well, I can see why a head coach would say it all goes through me as the head coach. But, I mean, it's sort of hilarious, too, because no one wants to hear that. No. You leading it has been a disaster for three and a half years. And – or whatever. And you asked the players for input this week. Yes. You yourself said it. Yes. Yes. He's so just to, not to sort of buck yeah. up now is rather comical. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. And he, he said in one of his, uh, it might have been his post game interview on uh, 780, the, uh, the flagship Bears Network, uh, that at one point he went over and he talked to the defense, like right at the start of the fourth quarter. He couldn't have done that if he's calling plays, you know? So why not just say, hey, you know, I realized that I can do a better job as a head coach if I, you know, handed off the play calling to laser and I can focus on the bigger needs of the team during the game. He says that, then we're all thinking, hey, that's a great plan. That's what the head coach should be doing. Fields himself said that. I've got the quote from the athletic right here. Oh boy, I didn't see this. You know, Bill, he's up in the box. So his voice is always calm. That's the one thing I like. Coach Nagy, oh, it's hard yes. for him to be calm if he has to focus on the defense, focus on the special teams. Laser's voice is calm, which is also telling us, which in case <laughs> Nagy hadn't already, that Bill Laser is calling the place. This is a, the point that a lot of people were making, us included, last year, that Nagy might call a better game and do better with challenges and fourth down decisions and clock management if he's not the play caller. Right as well so there's a couple reasons here but i thought that was really interesting from justin and what what kind of personality does justin fields have extremely calm that's the other Mm -hmm. awesome thing never Mm -hmm. too high never too low just goes about his business yeah which i think is cool he's like the stoic rookie qb yeah but i thought even in a win matt nagy finds a way to shoot himself in the foot (laughs) he he did the right thing by handing over the play call absolutely and he, he did uh, if he would just admit that and say yeah you know what i it was the right move i was able to be the head coach better and bill did a great job calling plays you saw that and that's what we're going to be doing going forward then he looks like a competent coach that really does have the best interest of, of the team in mind but he won't do that more arrogance by matt Nagy. yeah it's it's just really hard to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't know what Fields' year would have to like ultimately look like in January for me to be like, yep, let's go ahead and keep this around. Let's move forward with Nagy. I, it would have to be way better than anyone expects the offense to actually perform, right? He would, yeah, and he would get the respect of the players back if he did that too. You know, if he yeah. said, Bill, you just run the offense. and you know, But he won't do it. He won't do for it. For the record this five game stretch before the bye still has all the formula for firing at the bye in place. Mm. <laughs> like, yes. Everyone points out the bears have never fired one. It, you know, so as a historian, here's the thing precedent only matters if the context is still the same or similar as the preceding cases here. The context by fields is very existence is already changed. Correct. Yeah. And the embarrassment factor, if you get another Browns type of game, Say it's the Steelers, say it's the Niners, whatever, especially, oh boy, if it's at home. If it's Green Bay. (laughs) Or the Packers. (laughs) And you go on to lose, you know, you win one of the five or none of them, 
and there's one really embarrassing game and one game where it's like, what are they doing? This is the worst plan ever again for fields. Mm-hmm. That midseason firing is totally on the table. And I don't think historical precedent matters at all if the context gets to be that different than mm-hmm. previous examples. Remember, Trestman got fired. He didn't have a rookie QB. They mm-hmm. let him play out the 50-point debacle. But here's the point on the context. If you don't have a a franchise player potentially at that position that you're worried about damaging, you could say, well, they just let it play out because whatever, why not? Mm -hmm. Right now you would be worried about damaging that asset, which changes the whole, whole discussion. Mm -hmm. And I think Trustman was gone in the early morning, black Friday or black Monday. (laughs) And obviously we all know it's the locker room and the double fifties. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there was, they were never going to keep him after that, but mm-hmm. they also had no real reason to bother firing him early. Mm-hmm. If this goes South and we get another one of those games, that's even close to that Browns game. They, that will be the context and they will now have a reason to, for the first time ever. So we'll see. Well said. So it's a shame. I want to see them do this against a, a contending team with a real defense. You know, that's the other, other kind of thing here. Well, we'll get a good look at uh, uh, the Raiders tomorrow night. They're the Monday night game, and yep. uh, they'll give us an idea of what we can look for. Because I think the Raiders are one of those not as good as their record says. Teams, I think they could personally. be. You know, we have a. We should probably announce that we are going to be on the Ocho ESPN eight, <laughs> our simulcast of the game. No, <laughs> that would be fun. Oh, be we awesome. should find a way to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hey, we got 140 something followers. ESPN, make it happen. Yeah, come on, come on. Can't be any more ridiculous than the 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 seesaw that is Dan Orlovsky. (laughs) (laughs) True. Oh, I gotta say that Monday night booth with uh, uh, Brian Greasy and uh, oh, what's his the guy everyone wants is the next Bears GM, Louis Riddick. Riddick. Yeah, they're pretty good. You and all three people watching that really do enjoy it. They are pretty good, but the Manning broadcast <laughs> is awesome. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, I don't it's know. Just, it's, they're insightful and funny and just. Maybe I'll give that a look tomorrow. Gotta, night, you, but... I think you'd get a kick out of it. Okay. it. It creates a meme every week, like Eli Manning giving America <laughs> a double board. <laughs> wow. I did see that. But <laughs> no, legitimately, I feel like a lot of Mondays, the matchup is like, I didn't care at all about last week's, for example. Mm-hmm. Pretty excited about this one. Bears future opponent mm-hmm. and the Justin Herbert, kind of mm-hmm. like my ideal world. Rookie QB played really well. They don't care. They're firing the coach and getting a young forward thinking coach to pair with them for 10 years anyway. They're kind of living my dream. Then mm-hmm. they go and they beat the old nemesis on the road with the star QB in week three mm-hmm. and are sitting pretty. Like, Let's go. Big fan of what they're doing out there in LA. And will it help the Bears at all? You buy this at all? This is something more for the preview, but just to throw it out there that the Raiders are going to have one less day of rest. Is it going to help the Bears in any way, shape, or form? No, I don't think so. So I had stuff going on this evening before we record as it's like nine, whatever now, central. Did I miss news on Hicks? Has, I, has anyone said anything besides that? Like I haven't heard anything. Basically just he'll be fine they don't know yet and it's all the injury news is of course montgomery but mm-hmm. i'm a little surprised the hicks being hurt isn't a bigger deal because it used to be there goes the defense you know yeah <laughs> maybe yeah, it shows I, their depth there i don't know maybe yeah maybe it's not that bad maybe they just pulled them to uh, avoid making it worse i don't know 
the Lions lost their center. Maybe they're like, well, we can handle it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you got anything else, my friend? Uh, yeah, not football related, though. The Cubs season is over, and it was probably the most painful Cubs season of my life, and good riddance to that. Whoa, when Mac Jones just got hammered. Ooh, he did. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, ha- I don't have the cam on tonight, but you can see my face. Yep. Yeah, so... Really, really bad Cubs season, and you know, then to make things worse, the Cardinals made the playoffs. So you know, it's all right. So I think we should do a bonus episode, okay, before the playoffs, like a real quick one, one of the next couple nights, and a quick, uh, you know, future for the Cubs one too. Like you want to just get a baseball bonus out in the next couple days. And you can hear that, listeners, if you join our honor roll on our Buy Me a Coffee page. And with that, I transition to you mark that's right well thank you so much for listening it's great to see the pod and the twitter slowly growing love having you guys check us out before and after games we as you know are just two college prof fans talking bears mostly and other things with you we are at barely underscore educated on facebook and buy me a coffee and twitter and we would love to hear from you and keep up that engagement. And we will see you probably for a bonus episode in a couple of days, but for a regular episode with the Raiders preview. Raiders. Bears Raiders preview uh, later this week. Thanks for listening. We're going to kick you in the teeth. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. You suck, Chris. I f- love the bears.